welcome to Your Business Greatness. I am your host, Simone Sloan, the Executive Strategist, and really our mission here is to educate business owners, professionals, the community at large. Today I'm here with Monica. She is the founder and CEO of MD Inc. She is a digital agency that helps small companies leverage on-demand marketing and helps large companies augment tasks so they remain focused on the business of their business. She, her firm approaches global content with a localized feel and ultimately provides the end user with the best experience. Please let's welcome Monica. Thank you, Simone, for having me. You know, what I loved about your background is that life sciences consultancy, because of my, I had the connection of life sciences also, and I thought that was like a great thing. So tell me, how did you transition from the life sciences consultancy into what you're doing today with the digital agency? So it, it's interesting because it, how did I transition into life science and then out of it again? My background is actually HR management, mm. and I wanted to become a consultant for mergers and acquisitions. And the only role within this consultancy was in their life science division. So I aspired to move to another company after that. It didn't work out that way because of the timing. And then all of a sudden, I, I wound up at eBay doing wow. SEO content and using my HR background to build teams across the world. And then all of a sudden, I'm managing those teams. So everything was kind of accidental and organic, but there was a bit of intentionality to it because I knew that there was always something greater. Got it. And so as you are navigating that and looking at where you're going to be then, so how did you end up owning own agency? It was an accident, to be honest. <laughs> As my peers left eBay for Microsoft, startups, all these different companies, they took me with them mm. to create their content or get everything started so that when they were ready to hire full-time staff, they had everything buttoned up and ready to go. And then as they grew, we grew with them, you know, to augment any kind of content needs they didn't want to do in-house. So it just expanded. I'm like, you know, this is a business. I'm going to kind of go for it at this point. It's just seems right. The referrals are coming in and I love the work. So um, it's it's been great. Got it. Got it. And you know, when you're looking at it from a content perspective, especially working in this virtual world, what are some of the trends that you've seen over the past year? So many trends. I think it was interesting, you know, exactly almost this time last year when shutdowns happened, there were some clients that stopped their marketing budget immediately mm. because they're like, oh, who's going to get a divorce? You know, we're going to stop advertising for that? Who's going to buy pet food? We're going to stop advertising for that, which is silly because how many people do you know got pets or now they're going through some kind of life change, whether it's a marriage divorce, or prenup. Um, I'm just using those two examples. But then when it comes to life sciences, a lot of those clients kind of paused because nobody was going for surgery, right? Mm -hmm. But kind of shifting their, their mindset to say, you know, be ready because your competitors are going to be ready when the hospitals open, when everything needs to be done. So it's, it's just been really interesting this past year because clients now see the value of content. Mm -hmm. They understand that they're not found on whatever search platform they were looking for themselves. And now they want to be there. Got it. Got it. And so what do you see now as we move and transition into this hybrid state? Um, what, what, what do you, what are some of the things happening that space. So now all of a sudden they have the budget for marketing, which has been great. And I think the PPP loans that have come out and other loans have been really helpful to make people a little bit more confident about having a marketing budget. 
And, you know, now that they're seeing the results too, from any of those efforts, they're able to double down on it and continue out of their own pocket to maintain those efforts. And a lot of the clients that I have, they expanded the work that we're doing. They're adding a social component. They're adding something else out there, whether it's a video or an email campaign, they're not just maintaining status quo anymore. Got it. Got it. And so then how do you differentiate between good content, bad content? Because I know you've seen it all. (laughs) So I think the examples of bad content are pretty apparent where it's, you know, the same keyword being used over and over, you know, this laptop can do this, that laptop can do that. And 15 times in one paragraph, you're like, oh my goodness. So that's bad content. Good content is anything that gets the message across. Great content is something that conveys some kind of passion, some brand identity behind it. And it still relates to the person that's reading it instead of the person that's just writing it. Got it. Got it. And so how do you advise your clients then and the people that you do work with when they want to push maybe something that might not be the best content to good, better, best? (laughs) Yeah. So I, I have this dance with typically lawyers and doctors where they're very educated and they want everyone to know that they are very educated and smart. But as a client, you probably don't care what the statute is or what the Latin name of a bone is. It's not important because I will X out of that very quickly as a user, right? Not just as somebody that creates the content. So I say dance because then we'll provide the corrected content back to them Mm -hmm. if they decide to write it and we edit. Or we, we write the original content and they say, oh, this isn't relevant to my peers. And I said, you're not writing for your peers. You're writing for your clients. You're Mm -hmm. writing for Google. You're writing to be found and engaged. And this is what will get you there. So a lot of it's just informing the client on how to be great. And if they choose not to take that advice, that's that's their prerogative, but then they also won't be found. (laughs) (laughs) And as part of that challenge, what other challenges do you experience with your clients as you're trying to get them from good to great? Consistency, because they'll see results, you know, within six to nine months. They're they're going to have a lot of clients. They might have a full book of clients to keep them busy. And they say, oh, I don't need any more. And I said, well, you know, what if those clients leave or they're now cured or any contingency? It's never good to just stop, Mm -hmm. right? You have to maintain. So maintaining consistency and staying staying the course is sometimes I have what I have to remind my clients to do. Got it. Got it. And so then how do you differentiate MD Inc.? from other content agencies and digital agencies out there? I feel as though we provide so many things that can be complementary to other digital agencies because we do. We white label quite a bit of our work. We also know that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we've ghostwritten for Forbes. We have other books out there written by popular authors. And this is just what happens. We we create a lot of content for different CEOs and business owners and you think it's them engaging you, but it's Mm. really us or somebody like us, right? We're not the end all be all. What differentiates us is that we can be big for small companies and small enough for big companies Mm. to keep everything moving forward. And I don't really think we have a lot of competitors for that reason, because it's just complimentary where we specialize, they might not or vice versa, or they might just need a hand for a little while for maternity leave, for example. So it's, it's just a bunch of potential friends. Really, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. You told us about what you do, but tell us, who are you? Oh, goodness. Who am I? I am 
I am passionate. I am kind. I like to associate with great people. I'm a member of the advisory committee for a charity that is coast to coast called Project Kind, where their goal is to end homelessness or at least assist the people that are currently experiencing homelessness, which is a huge issue, especially now with COVID and those individuals might have lost their job or not been able to find one or been able to afford housing. So the the needs are ever growing. And I find my heart just bleeding for everybody that Jenny, the founder, talks to or engages with. I enjoy my family. I enjoy my friends. I love working out and being active. There's just, there's so many things I love doing. And I think what what makes me enjoy my job is the fact that I can still enjoy life. Nice, nice. I love that balance, right? Or integration, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. But integrating it so you're one and whole in the same, both spheres. I think that's great. I did my time of 70 hours a week. I'm done. (laughs) I hear you. I hear you. I feel you. I know. But it's nice when you can do it for yourself. Mm -hmm. There's a different level of satisfaction, a different level of reward. And and the impact that you're having, I think, also just, you know, not only with the person you're working with, but their companies, their people, their communities. It's just a nice, I call it a positive ripple effect. So Yes, absolutely. So any, I call them hot nuggets, but tips that you'd like to share um, with the audience today, who those maybe thinking of going into the agency or creating an own, on their own company, women, this is Women's History Month. So, yeah. you know, celebrating women. And so anything you'd like to share? I think one of the biggest nuggets I can share with the audience, and I share this with my girlfriends who call asking for advice on their careers is what would a man do? Mm. Would a man ask for 20,000 more in their salary or just 10? Would they ask for permission or forgiveness? I'm not saying that to be cheeky, but I feel as though asking the question similar to how a male colleague or peer might ask it will get you farther. So, you know, definitely question your beliefs and why you're asking just for (laughs) (laughs) 20,000 and just to be authentic and be yourself. Mm. Cheeky, authentic, and be yourself. Love it. (laughs) Love it. Thank you so much for being on our show today. And I just want to know, how can people reach out to you? Well, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn. That's the best way. Obviously, Instagram is the the second best way, as well as my website. Awesome. And they'll all be in in the notes section of the podcast. So thank you again, Monica, for sharing your time, you and your journey. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Simone, for having me. Thank you for joining us on Your Business Greatness. I am your host, Simone Sloan, and love to see you next time.